Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome to PS Jimmy and Friends. I'm pumped you here. Hey, before we get into it today, I want to take a moment to say thank you for your support. This podcast is brought to you by Collective Church Inc. We're a nonprofit organization and our mission is to connect people to God and to local churches. You know, here at Collective, we are not your typical church. We've created church cafes as unique inviting environments to reach people who may not be ready for the mainstream church. We have weekly communion. We want to have discipleship groups, dinners, everyday conversations that help people find Jesus. However, we cannot do this alone. We rely on your financial support to continue the mission of Jesus. Our spaces aim to be self-sustainable, but we understand that not everyone comes to a church cafe for their coffee fix. That's where we need help from other Jesus followers. So I am humbly asking you to consider joining our missional support community by contributing on a weekly, fortnightly or monthly basis. Your generosity will be a huge blessing to those who are on the journey to finding Jesus but may not be ready for a mainstream church. Please visit our website, collectivechurch.com.au, and you'll find all the information on how to give on our Support the Mission page. Thank you for being a major part of this collective effort to spread the message of Jesus. Together, we can make a real difference in people's lives. But for now, let's get into another episode of P.S. Jimmy and Friends. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to our series, Following the Way of Jesus. This is part two. If you haven't listened to part one, I'd encourage you to go back an episode, have a listen to that, just so it sets you up in the right place. Uh, Last week, we went over a few little things, but just basically about how following the way of Jesus is not just about accepting his grace and forgiveness. Now, I need to say that is crucial. That is step one. That is the foundation. Jesus, his grace, his love, and his forgiveness, and you've done nothing to earn it or deserve it. You can only receive it and accept it. But how that is not what being a Christian is, that's just how you become a Christian. And then being a Christian is following the ways of Jesus and this whole series about is about us practicing how to follow Jesus and putting into practice what he says. Because Jesus says those who hear the words of mine and put them into practice, they're like a wise man whose house does not fall. Anyway, today we're talking about our very first practice. I'm pumped about this. Um, and we've called this the practice of progress. The practice of progress. So once you are a Christian, um, growing is the first thing that we sort of commit to, like understanding more. So I'm just going to read a few scriptures and then we're going to get stuck into it. The first scripture is one of the first things we read about Jesus and it was when he was 12 years old. And it says in Luke chapter 2 verses 46 to 51, it says, after three days, um, it's talking about his parents were looking for Jesus because they'd lost him. It says, After three days, they found him, Jesus, at 12 years old, in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. 
Why were you searching for me? Jesus asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. Jesus was a good boy, wasn't he? (laughs) But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And verse 52, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. That word grew in the Greek is the word progress. Um, It's like taking a machete and cutting your way through the jungle in order to get to where you need to go. And that is the first practice that we see of Jesus. At 12 years old, he grew. He paved a way forward for his own spiritual growth and journey. And he grew in stature of favor of God in man. In fact, we don't know anything else about Jesus except this is what he was committed to from his whole life before he started the ministry. In Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2, it says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but to search out a matter is the glory of kings. That's right, to take that machete and fight through the jungle and figure out what God is talking about, who God is, what God is about, the nature of God's love. That is our matter to search out. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. That's right. There's another um, message about understanding, about growing in our understanding of who God is. Ephesians chapter 117. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Philippians chapter 1 verse 9, I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. And lastly, Colossians 1 verse 9, so we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Hey, the practice of progress. This is the first thing that I guess in our mental capacity and our faith journey is the first thing that we really commit to is wanting to grow and learn more in our understanding of who God is and his nature. Um, Because you know what? You will only go as far as you grow. (laughs) You'll only go as far as you grow. Jesus could do what he did because he was committed to growing. And there's no shortcut to this. You know, if you want to live a life of purpose and meaning and make a difference, well, the truth is, and you cannot get around this, God's grace will not get you past this. You cannot short circuit the journey or the practice jesus himself had to do it and it's the practice of progress the practice of committing to growing and that is you will only go as far as you grow so um when i was young i didn't have much money and i loved fashion i was right into fashion i'm still riding to fashion i'm not as cool as i used to be um but i remember going to the op shop and you know you try you just trowel through the op shop for like for days i'd be going there once or twice a week and 
And you're always just trying to find that one piece that fits right, that looks right, that's kind of like perfect. And back in the day, like my big piece I wanted to find was like this sick tight Adidas shirt, you know, those old school 80s Adidas shirts. I was in love with them. They were short because I used to wear my pants low so you could see my studded belt buckle and my dickies and and all this. And, And I also wanted to find tight jeans, but I could never find the right fit, right? I could never find it until a friend of mine that knew how to sew got me over. She had this amazing sewing machine and she taught me how to sew. And then I learned, I learned how to do like an overlocker and how to sew it all properly. And so it fit right and how to measure it up and how to cut and put it together. And I learned something I didn't know. And when I learned to sew, every item of clothing in the op shop became a fashion piece that I could access. See, my world of fashion was opened right up because I had learned something I didn't know. And it didn't cost me any more money. It didn't cost me any more. All I had to do was learn. It cost me learning. And that's something that is free that everyone can do. And so the first practice is that practice of progress. I am committed, God, to growing and learning about who you are. And so when you grow in your understanding of God, just like my op shop, when I grew in my understanding of um, sewing, <laughs> everything became accessible to me. See, when you grow in your understanding of who God is and how he operates, your whole world opens up it becomes easier to have a fulfilling purpose-filled life to be filled with joy and peace and 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 patience and the fruit of the spirit to grow and and learn and and it all starts with being committed to the practice of progress the practice of growing um and it costs you nothing it doesn't cost anything and it's available to everyone all the time so The question is, how do you practice the way of growing? How do you practice the way of progress? Well, we can see Jesus had a clear way of doing it. And he had the practice of sitting, listening, and questioning. The practice of sitting, listening, and questioning. This is the practice of weekly church community where the bible is taught now um they say that the average churchgoer these days goes like once a month you know if you're really committed maybe once a fortnight um but the truth is if you really want to grow you have to be at least once a week you know it was in the rhythm of genesis having a sabbath a day committed to god um set apart as holy um and, and for millennia, it's been the day where we get together as community and we grow in community. The truth is, if you want to grow, you cannot short-circuit weekly community of faith. Um, whether that's a Sunday church or that's a small group, whatever it is, it's got to be in your calendar weekly. It's weekly church community gatherings where the Bible is taught. Now, Not monthly, not fortnightly, not on special occasions. I'm talking weekly. And if you would just put that first practice in place, just just 
make that decision. Just carve that time out in your calendar and do it. You would be amazed at how you would start to grow and learn and grow and start to learn how to be um, living that more fulfilled life. Um, now, um, church community has got so many different um, nuances to it. You grow by listening to the words. You grow by gathering with people that you don't even necessarily get along with. <laughs> you know, like iron sharpens iron. Um, there's so many things um, when it comes to the weekly church gathering. And maybe you've been hurt. Maybe you're not really into it. Maybe you're just trying to grow on your own. Um, I get it. I, I know where you're coming from. Um, but I would encourage you to forgive. To forgive whatever happened to you. And to lean back in, to find a church community, because it is the way and the practice of Jesus to be part of that church community. And it's the way of progress. You cannot progress alone. In the book of Proverbs, it says, A man who isolates himself rages against all good judgment. I'm telling you, when it comes to the progress of, uh, to the practice of progress, um, we've got to be uh, practicing sitting, listening, and questioning. Um, reading the Bible, that's the, that's the second thing. It's the practice of, of knowing the scriptures. You see, when Jesus answered their questions, he was amazed at their understanding because um, the Hebrew boys, they, uh, the, the Jewish boys, they would, they would learn the Torah. They, they knew it off by heart. Um, now this is this is hard. Let's let's be honest. Reading the Bible, um, it is hard. Now I remember when I first started reading the Bible when I was eighteen, I didn't really like it. Um, I found it boring. I found it hard to understand. I just started small. But you know, if you just if if you read just one verse, one verse a day, hey, that's a huge step forward. If you don't read anything, even if it's just opening up the Bible app and reading verse of the day. <laughs> Um, just going out there and, 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 and reading it. Now, look, I know that, though, where do you start? Well, this, well, here's one simple little practice you can put into place. Just try this. Start by reading the Sermon on the Mount. That's Matthew chapter 5 through to chapter 7. Just read it and, and read it over and over and over again. Maybe just read a paragraph at a time, read a verse at a time. You might get excited. Read the whole thing at a time. Um I remember when I first started going to the gym, my wife was always on, you know, go go to the gym, go to the gym. Now, look, uh, disclaim, I don't go to the gym at the moment. But uh, when I did go, my mates were going. Now, I tried going by myself at this gym, but I dropped off because by, I was so hard going by myself. But when I had mates that were like, hey, we're going, six o'clock, meet us there. No matter how tight I was, whatever, because there was a community of doing it together, it was so much easier. And that's the importance of being part of that faith community, that weekly church community. You've got to be part of it because it also makes it easier to read the Bible when you're doing it together. But not only was it helpful having community, but when I started going to the gym regularly, this is the thing, my body started to crave more of working out. Like, how crazy is that? Like, why would your body crave hurting itself? Like, because my body understood that this was healthy for me and it made me healthy and it's the same with reading the bible i mean yeah does it it seems boring yes does it seem hard yes but the thing is your spirit after a while because it does so much good for you like more good than you could ever even think of your body starts to crave for it your spirit starts to crave for it so remember this it's not all about 
um, reading the Bible, uh, the, the the whole Bible, getting it all right. Just start somewhere small if you haven't started anywhere. And if you don't know where to even start, Matthew chapter 5 through to 7, the Sermon on the Mount. And look, I remember for about three or three, about three or four months, I just read those three chapters over and over and over again. And, and, and when I read it, I just prayed, Holy Spirit, speak to me about what you speak to me about. Reveal to me things inside of my life that need to change and, and help me just to bow my will to your will and become like you. And then I would read it and God would speak to me. So I'd encourage you, read that. Now, reading the Bible, you've you, you got to get this. It's not about being a good Christian. It's not you forget reading the Bible to be a good Christian. We don't read the Bible in order to read the Bible. We read the Bible in order to learn about God things that we didn't know. Um, because then we start to experience the world and all the fulfillment and all the purpose that God has for us. We start to actually be who God designed us to be. That's why we read the Bible. We don't read it to read it. We don't read it to be a Christian. We don't read it because it's the right thing. We read it because it's the fulfillment. It helps us fulfill our actual purpose, and it will help you be all that God has called you to be. Okay, another practice is through podcasts and books. Podcasts and books. If you're not a reader like me, um, audio books, they are just game-changing. I'd encourage you, if you don't have much money, Try and find $15 a month, get Scribd or audio books or something. It's unbelievable if you're not a listener of books. Now, I say this because your local church community that you go to every week when you practice the way of Jesus, a weekly church community, your local church community or your local church pastor that or the local one that's teaching most weeks, he is not or that church is not a full representation of the body of Christ. Your local church is one teeny tiny little part of the global church of Jesus Christ. And your um, teachers, your preachers at church, even if they have all different preaching and teaching, is one tiny little aspect of who God is no one can know all these things about God. It takes the whole church. And that's why it's so important to be committed to the apostles' teaching, not to an apostle's teaching, to the apostles' teaching. And right now, there is so, oh my gosh, the amount of amazing biblical content on podcasts and books is unbelievable. So to make it easy, if you head over to our website, collectivechurch.com.au, you will see on there, um, 10 amazing podcasts you can get into, um, 10 amazing books that you can find. That's just on our um, content page. The link is in the bio of um, our Instagram. Um, so yeah, podcasts and books. Um, have a look around, listen, be guided by the Holy Spirit. I'm amazed how many times I'm just listening to a random podcast. It's exactly what I needed to hear. So anyway, if you want help with that, now if I can just highlight one podcast, maybe you don't have time to go anywhere. Uh, if I can highlight one podcast, obviously PS Jimmy and Friends. <laughs> but hey, we are like one tiny little smither. We're not even a tiny little slither. I'm, like we are just like, wow, if you found us, 
somehow you found like a needle in a haystack, right? Amazing. If I could encourage you to start listening to The Bible Project, I would say that they are one of the best Bible podcasts um, just to help you understand the Bible. Because honestly, this, this book was written between um, six, uh, between 2000 and 6,000 years ago, right? Um, it's just we, it's just so bizarre reading the book, but The Bible Project helps make it easy to understand. So heck, if you don't even want to listen to everything, don't want to check out a page, check out that. It's unbelievable. But there's that um, practicing the way of progress, and this is all different ways to do that. Now, the last one, and this one is probably the circle that Jesus sat in was more like this than maybe our mainstream churches are or the podcast where you listen to them on alone, uh, when you're alone or, or the books, um, um, reading the Bible, they did this in community. So this last one, I think, is probably one of the major practices of anyone who wants to practice the way of progress and grow like Jesus grew and grew in favor with man and God and understanding. And that is to join or be part of a faith friendship circle. A faith friendship circle. You see, Jesus would sit, listen, and question. There is something so powerful about talking together with other people that want to grow as well and wrestling the the scriptures together to sit, to listen, and to talk. Um, so many, so many faith friendship circles are around. Um, Alpha is a great thing. If you're new to the faith, find an, a, a local Alpha course. You can literally just Google Alpha near me. One will find up. Many churches run Alpha. Um, chances are your church probably has a little small group or something like that. If you're part of a church and now that you're going to start attending weekly, you'll find it easy to become part of the church community. Um, and you'll start to grow together. Um, we also want to try and host small groups in our cafes. Um, so maybe you would like to start a small group or start a faith community. Um, reach out to us through our website, through our Facebook, through our Instagram. Um, and maybe you could start a faith friendship circle. That would be amazing. Um, also, you could head over to our Facebook page, PS Jimmy and Friends. And, you know, just drop us a DM. Hey, I'm looking for a faith friendship circle. We can help you find that faith friendship circle because it's one thing to listen, but it's a whole other thing to discuss. And that's where deep things start to happen. Um, so practicing the way of progress, that is the first commitment, I think, um, that you just got to get in, in, in your head is practicing the way of progress progress now at the start it does feel like work like anything when you start a diet oh i don't want to eat the vegetables you know i remember when i was getting married and i tried to lose some weight and eating salad every day oh, i hate it but honestly after one week of just being committed to this practice my body started to crave it yes what i'm saying does sound like work but jesus says um come to me or you who are weary and burdened okay come on the reason we can't be bothered practicing the way of Jesus is because we're weary and burdened and it's like another task. Oh my gosh, no, I cannot be bothered with another task. Right. And I get it. Yes. More work. Oh, I can't be bothered, but Jesus has come to me or you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. 
And then he says how he gives you rest. He says to take my ways upon you, to take my burden. This is the thing in life, there is always going to be burden to carry. It's going to be the burden of working, the burden of paying bills, the burden of raising family, the burden of every life is a burden, but there is a burden that's lighter than all of them. And that makes every other burden light. And that's the burden of Jesus. That's when you take his ways upon you. And the first way of Jesus that I encourage everyone to take upon them, that is light, that is easy, that gives you rest, is practicing the way of progress, practicing the way of knowing God and growing in your understanding of who he is and the faith. Well, I'm sitting here at home on our kitchen table and I'm looking at this cactus that I planted. I went up to our neighbor's house and they had this massive cacti. It was beautiful. And, you know, we've tried to design our home around a Palm Springs kind of vibe. And um, so I wanted to get some cacti. So I went up there and he's like, yeah, they, they grow so well. We just cut it off, put in the dirt. Starts to grow. So went up there, cut it off. This is about six months ago or something. And I planted the cactus and it was not growing. It's just, it wasn't, nothing. I was like, what the heck? This, like one month, two months, three months, four months go past nothing. But then all of a sudden, spring hits and bang, the cactuses started growing so fast. I literally cannot believe it. It's like every day I go out, it's like they're so much bigger. It is literally the best thing to watch. Now, why do I tell you that story? Because the cactuses were in the wrong environment. They were in winter. They were in the wrong environment and they were not growing. But the moment the cactus found itself in the right environment in spring, they started to grow and flourish. And they're not in a different soil. They're not working harder. They're not getting better fertilizer. They're not, they, 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 all they're doing is changing their environment. And now they're starting to grow. So when it comes to practicing the way of progress, really, it's about changing the environment. It's about changing your uh, community environment, finding that church community, weekly gatherings. It's about changing your personal environment, like maybe having a Bible next to your bed, not just a you know fiction novel or something. Again, I, I love fiction novels, although I personally don't read any, but whatever you want to do, that's fine. But maybe it's just changing that environment, having the Bible, just Bible, put, put it next to your bed. Hey, just putting it there. You know, they say that if you just put apples and oranges on your bench you'll eat more of them because you're changing your environment it's healthier maybe it's changing the environment in your car from just putting the radio on or you know some playlist to just putting some podcasts or books on just changing the environment maybe it's your friendship environment it's just changing the environment to not just having friends and going out for beers and whatever but really finding that faith friendship circle so the first practice practice the way of knowing and growing now i want to encourage you all if you're listening to this head over to ps jimmy and friends facebook page like that page and let's do this journey together i'm going to put up questions hey how's this um practice going for you let's talk you know maybe you don't have a faith community but we can develop that online faith um friendship circle so jump over to that facebook page ps jimmy and friends Join the Facebook page and let's practice the way of Jesus together. Let's encourage one another, spur one another on. Anyway, that is the first practice. I know it's practical. Um, I'm not trying to be inspirational here. 
Um, I know it does sound like a bit of work, but let's just practice it. Let's give it a go. Let's try it. Heck, if Jesus did it, then we can do it. I love you. Lots of love from P.S. Jimmy. Let me pray for you and then we'll finish up. Jesus, we are already tired. We are already worn out from study and work and life and everything we're doing. Jesus, this is too hard for us to do in our own strength. So right now, God, we open our heart to you. We open it and we admit, God, this is going to be hard for me. I can't be bothered doing this. But Holy Spirit, give me the energy and the unction and the passion to practice the way of progress, to practice the way of growing and learning. Holy Spirit, help me find that church community. Help me to go there weekly. Help me to read the Bible. Help me to listen to those podcasts and books. And help me more than anything to find a faith friendship circle. Lord, can someone invite me this week or just open up, like shine a big light from heaven on where you want me to be and help me to find a group of people to do this journey together. Thank you for your church. Thank you that there is a groups of people everywhere in pretty much every city in the world. Help me to find where I fit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, like we said at the start of the podcast, we're a nonprofit organization and your financial contribution helps us uh, connect with people that are not ready for the mainstream church. So if you can head over to collectivechurch.com, um, prayerfully consider contributing financially, either weekly, fortnightly, monthly, or even a one-off contribution. That would mean so much to us. Anyway, so much love. Have the best, best day ever. And we'll see you next week for the next practice. Peace and love, Jimmy.
Let your way be my way. Let your way. 